And welcome back to WSHIT, Crab Apple's only public access station. Every Sunday afternoon, we like to spend an hour of our programming helping those youngsters right out of school find that new career. Today's focus is on Robert Griffin, son, of course, of Bob Griffin from Bob Griffin's Used Tire and Tantric Massage Center located on 5th and Walnut Street. Let's all watch Robert put his best foot forward on this week's edition of Video Resume. Hi, my name is Robert Griffin. I'm a student here at Millersville University. When I'm... <clears throat> Hi, my name is Robert Craven. I am a student here at Mills Mills Virginia. Hi, my name is Robert Craven. I am a, a tech ed. Hi, my name is Robert Craven. I am a tech ed major here at Millersville. Hi, my name is Robert Craven. I am a tech ed major here at Millersville University. And when I am not attending school, I spend most of my time riding a BMX bicycle or working for my dad. Well done, young man. The future is bright for this one indeed. Robert can be reached at 412-3422. I'm sure he won't last long on the job market, so pick him up while you can. WSHIT will be right back after this commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break... However, did you watch the video? I did. You did? Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> it's an interesting video. Yeah, it yeah. is. He's swinging down a sex pole all mm-hmm. the way down into, into hell. Now he's putting blood in the shoes right. is what's going on. So he, he had 1,000 pairs of what looked like no, Nike shoes. No, it was 666. Shoes. Oh, 666. Oh, he's selling them for $1,000. <laughs> they sold those out in a minute. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. In a minute. What a Look smart fucking move by this height. guy. Yeah. What a smart fucking move by it this really guy. It really is. Mm-hmm. He's going to sell a million albums. We should go full Satan on this show, I feel like. <laughs> so, speaking of social media and YouTube, we have been just uh, ripping up the <laughs> ripping up the internet <laughs> with our content. I don't know any other way to put it, but people are super impressed with ripping We had the <laughs> we had the Teresa Caputo episode, <laughs> which people seem to really be in love with. Go fuck yourself. Jesus doesn't love you. Yeah. Oh, really? Jesus doesn't yeah, love me. Yeah, we got me. some hate mail. Man, we got a lot of people responded. I I said it before. <laughs> it I, I touched the third rail of comedy <laughs> podcasting Teresa Caputo. <laughs> someone had commented, "Brian is a balding blowhard." Right? <laughs> and then someone else replied, Brian is a balding blowhard would be a knock to blow <laughs> balding blowhard. <laughs> I feel like that's probably wow. correct. Yeah. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. <laughs> it doesn't get old. It never gets old. Uh-uh. The dolphin never gets old. <laughs> Have you ever swam with dolphins? Uh, no, but I would like to. It's a highly fascinating thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad that they're caged in these little... And we went to a place in Jamaica. Or was it Jamaica? Or was it Aruba? We went to a place in Aruba uh-huh. where they had them like... They were in an ocean pen. Yeah. So they put they string this big net around yes. them. So they've got like, I don't know, like a, a, a round mile to just hang out in. And these, these creatures are... They're incredibly powerful little dudes. They are. And yeah. very smart. Yeah, and then they got to jump around like a bunch of monkeys for a whistle for a fucking fish. I feel like dolphins are one of those creatures that could probably take over the earth if the yeah. water just keeps on creeping up. They're going to be like, sweet revenge! Right. I'm Brian, this is Chrissy, and Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year! Welcome to the commercial break, another episode. I just wanted you to know that while I do have shoes on, they have no human blood in them whatsoever. Oh, that's good. 
Did you hearing about this guy, that guy Nas, who did the, what was it? What was it? You know, I want to ride my phone to the old town road. Gonna <laughs> sounds exactly like that. I, I, that's how it came <laughs> yeah. across to me. I heard it one time and I was like, catchy. The second time I heard it, I was like, obnoxious. The 55th fucking time I heard it, I was like, God damn, this song sucks. Like, it really does. Who's the guy? Billy Ray Joel? Joel Ray Cyrus? Cyrus. Yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus and Cyrus. Miley Ray Cyrus. His daughter's <laughs> doing wonderful things for girls all over the all over the earth. Yes. He, uh, that's like his most famous song ever, even though he had that Chattahoochee down on the Chattahoochee, I get down to the hoochie that's not, coochie. That's Alan Jackson. Oh, that's Alan Jackson? <laughs> yeah. What do I know? Billy Ray was the... Um, I just used to be on a classic <laughs> country station in the middle of the night. What do I know? What do I know about classic country? <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus and this guy Nas. <laughs> what do I know? I know a fucking thing. Billy Ray Cyrus and his and his uh, good friend Nas had this incredible hit. They had a billion and a half views, billion and a half and counting views on this damn song that played everywhere forever, forever. Mm-hmm. And then now he's out with his new album, The Nas's, the guy, the the right. gentleman that sings with Billy Ray Cyrus. And he went full Satan. He went full satanic yes. on this album. I, I watched the video the other day. Now, just on cue, like as if you're pulling the strings of a fucking puppet, I, I, everybody in the conservative media is up in arms because clearly we're teaching our children how to be Satanists and the whole world is going to crumble. You know, never gay, mind gay the guys. Satanists yeah, at that. Never mind the guys <laughs> up on the, on the, you know, storming the doors of the Capitol screaming, hang Mike Pence, you yeah, know, right. The gay black Satanist is clearly going to have a bad influence on yeah. our children. And I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. And I think it's such a smart move by Nas because Absolutely. this has been going on ad infinitum. These, this, this happens like every 15 years. It's cyclical. Mm-hmm. And what happens is people get in a, get all scared because they think some big Satanist cult is running around, you know, sacrificing children. And really what it is, it's just a game of telephone. Some idiot started telling some tales sometime, and now the news media picks up on it, yeah. throws gasoline on the fire, and then all of a sudden we got to talk about this for, you know, fucking 14 weeks. You know what the truth is? If you really wanted it to go away... Don't talk about it. That's the thing that you do. But exactly. they get all upset. You know, this guy. Shut- oh, yeah. <laughs> a big fucking blowhard. Shut your pie hole. Cares. <laughs> Cares if he's swinging down a pole. However, did you watch the video? I did. You did? Yeah. That's, yeah. Just- <laughs> that's pretty fantastic. It's an interesting video. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's swinging down a sex pole all mm-hmm. the way down into, into hell. Now he's putting blood in the shoes right. is what's going on. So he, he had a thousand pairs of. What looked like no, Nike it was 666. shoes. Oh, six six six. Oh, he's selling them for a thousand dollars. They sold those out in a minute. Oh yeah, I'm sure. in a minute. What a Look smart fucking move by this hype. guy. Yeah. What a smart fucking move by it this really guy. Really is. Mm-hmm. He's gonna sell a million albums. We should go full Satan on this show. I feel like. <laughs> I think I have some devil ears from a costume. No, I'm talking like, you oh. know, Ouija board. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we should. Love the old Ouija board. Yeah, we should get a Ouija board, which most, you know, some people. I consult it. My wife won't even allow regularly. a Ouija board in this house, by the way. She won't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I told her. I said, we need a Ouija board for the show because we're going to do some stuff. And she's like, I don't want that shit anywhere in my house. Got it, yeah. And I was like, how am I going to do a bit with the Ouija board. If I can't even bring the Ouija board inside the threshold of the door. And she's like, I just don't want it staying at the house. You can bring it in, but I don't want it here at the house because I think she, it feels like it creeps her out, but I think we should just go full Satan. Maybe I'll bring uh, some Salmon Rushdie over and we'll just start reading verses of Satanic Bible out loud. I bought that. Sounds like a riveting podcast episode. I can't be worse than some of the ones that we do. 
like some of the ones that we record to no one. And then, just, you know, I'm sorry about that, by the way. Yeah, I'm really sorry for the 26th <laughs> time in the history of the commercial break. Brian forgot to press record. And so we've wasted yet another hour of our lives here in this fucking studio. When I was 13 years old, I managed to convince my father to allow me to buy the Satanic Verses by Salman Rushdie, which I was so, you know, at 13, I was so fascinated by all the bullshit, you know, oh, Satan, yeah. so cool, so fascinating, you know, I'm, I'm the devil, Metallica, Megadeth, all that other stuff. But I, what I probably failed to understand that the book was six and a half thousand pages long and really had very little to do with, with Satan whatsoever. <laughs> it was like just some musings what? by Salman Rushdie, who's a rather strange guy. www.tcbpodcast.com is where you can go. You can read all the show notes, find our entire media library there, and you can contact us right through the website at the commercial break on Instagram. If you'd like to you know, follow us on Instagram, we push out content there daily. You can DM us uh, for any reason whatsoever. Just send us a message yes, right through there or you can reach us on clubhouse at tcb chrissy at brian green b-r-y-a-n-g-r-e-e-n and uh, you can join the commercial break club or the comedy podcast club if you want to hear more uh about us or li- or join our live shows which we're starting next week yes. so we're going to do some shows inside of clubhouse if Bye. you need an invite and you have an iphone uh, you too can be sucked into the time, the time suck that is Clubhouse. There's going to be a room one of these days. It's going to be a club for divorcees of Clubhouse because it's really addictive. Like once you get started, it's hard to get off and you can just get lost in a rabbit hole for hours and hours and hours. And I mean, I imagine most social media is like this, but I don't know. It seems like Clubhouse feels to me like there's a lot of people like wasting a whole fucking bunch of time on that. Do you think Frankie's on there? Who? Frankie. Frank, Frank B. Frank. Frank B. <laughs> ah! Frank B is probably on there because he's trolling for 50 year olds. Yes. Yeah, he's 70. So that's in his range, isn't it? In case you don't know, check out Frankie Frank Bernardo's YouTube channel for all for all things over 50 style, fashion, sex, working out, testosterone, low P, high P. Dating tips. Is your prostate bothering you? Hey, get pump up. What's his song? Let's find his song. Ready? Uh, Where's Frankie's song? Uh, Oh, man, I wish I had it right here. No, I, I think I actually took it off here, uh, Frankie P's song. But he has this. Oh, here it is. Ready? Listen. If you want to get a hot cock now, you got to watch my videos. Remember to like and subscribe. He does the one thing in, in fucking YouTube that you're not supposed to do, and that's spend eight and a half minutes talking about liking and subscribing before you even get to the content. I feel like, you know, he's like, if you if you if you stumbled <laughs> upon my channel and you find this interesting, no one stumbles upon your channel, Frankie. <laughs> they go there because of the high co- the high entertainment value, the, the solid right. content that you're giving people on how to be a douchebag over 50 years old. Yeah. He is the world's biggest cock knocker. I wish he would come on the show. I, I really, really do. Too. <laughs> so, speaking of social media and YouTube, we have been just uh, ripping up the <laughs> ripping up the internet <laughs> with our content. <laughs> I don't know any other way to put it, but people are super impressed with ripping we had the, <laughs> we had the Teresa Caputo episode, <laughs> which people seem to really be in love with. <laughs> Go fuck yourself! Jesus doesn't love you. Yeah. Oh, really? Jesus doesn't yeah, love me. Yeah, we got me. some hate mail. Man, we got a lot of people responded. I I said it before. <laughs> I, I touched the third rail of comedy <laughs> podcasting. Teresa Caputo. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about so much shit on this. How are people watching Teresa Caputo too, and listening to our, or watching our YouTube? Channel? I don't know. It doesn't I, seem like there's a crossover audience. Well, I maybe. mean, yeah, maybe Teresa Caputo is one of those people that like you can yeah. even 
be a you know a decent human being and listen to but there is certainly some crossover because there are people that have hated on this but yes. you know what not uh, Teresa Caputo is not the only reason to hate on us there's lots of reasons to hate yes. on us I feel like we've done a kind of a miserable job of putting our social media We're together blindly now, blindly throwing kinda, it together yeah. yeah we throw up some pictures on occasion now Astrid has done a good job yes. of tightening oh, it up yeah, over Astrid's, the last couple months Astrid's amazing I'm talking about us us we personally. don't do anything <laughs> I, I, I mean we can't even record a show let alone and get on Instagram. This, uh, we went from 86 followers on Instagram to almost 500 followers on Instagram in short order, but it has nothing to do with Chrissy and I. No. It has everything to do with Astrid and her hard work. And so I feel like we could probably use an extra set of hands. An expert. Yeah, an expert. So I I, I have a couple of comments that I want to review with a social media expert. Okay. His name is Jeff Dwoskin from the Live from Jeff Dwoskin show, one of my favorite new comedy podcasts. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Let's bring him in. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, how are you? Yeah, live from Detroit, the Jeff yeah, Dwoskin yeah, show. D. Is it well, live? Do you do you hate now that people have to say live from Detroit? It's a Jeff Dwoskin show, or would you just rather them call it the Jeff Dwoskin show? Well, that's when I know and I'll be famous, like share. <laughs> when you just drop right. the live. When part. they're like, "Oh, the Jeff Dwoskin show." In the meantime, the live from Detroit is sort of that. Oh, I bet. Oh, it's Saturday Night Live. Well, no, yeah. that's in New York, but maybe it's a kind of humorous thing. You know, because who's Jeff Dwoskin would be the question most people would be asking themselves the, for a while. The, I want to tell a story really quick for, for a moment. When Jeff and I first met, he was on a Zoom conference that I put together for PodFest Global. And there was one other person on this on this Zoom. It was me, Allison, one other person, and Jeff. And Jeff pops in like halfway through, uh-huh. right? And Allison and I both at the same time were like, it's Jeff Dwoskin, because we knew Jeff Dwoskin. And he was like, how do you guys know me? I don't, I didn't even know anybody listened to my show. It was one of those things where I was like, pretty sure they thought I was someone else. <laughs> you, I just, I just had happened to be dancing around the comedy podcast category and I listened to your show and it's I liked really it very funny, much. Yeah. But one of the things you also provide for your listeners is you provide some real social media help in the form of the social media minute. And so I felt like Chrissy and I suffering so much to just find our way through the social media category. Yes, we have one tips. platform, it's Instagram, and we do a miserable job at that. We have to have <laughs> someone else like do that for four us. Four times. Yeah, and every past. time she posts, my wife takes it down. She's like, nope, not going to do that. <laughs> when we also get a lot of haters, Jeff. This is a thing that's that's been going on. We have a lot of haters to the commercial break. I guess that means that you know we must be doing something right. Yeah, that people care enough to listen and, and leave a comment. <laughs> uh, I'll read you a few of them, and you tell me how you feel about it as the social media expert. Sounds good. Uh, the first one comes from uh, one of our one of our social media accounts. I think it's Instagram, and it says, uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian is – someone had commented, Brian is a balding blowhard, right? <laughs> and then someone else replied, Brian is a balding blowhard would be a knock to blow <laughs> – balding blowhard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's probably wow. correct. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like when I'm giving blow, balding blowhards a bad name. That I, well, yeah, that, I mean that's. I mean clearly they. they the good like news me. is they're thinking about you. The good news is they have an opinion of you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like so. It's better than uh, nothing. My, yes. I think like the best way to handle those things is just run right into it, like just. Go with it. Just go know? with it. Just and, go with it. Because what are you going to do? You're not going to convince them you're not a blowhard. Right. They, that's what they think. Yeah. So you might as well just go for it. <laughs> <It's> like, 
<laughs> Should I put a picture of my balding head up there and go, how yeah. do I fix this? I mean, here's the thing is that it's such, it's such a territory that I don't understand social media. Like I don't understand how to interact. I feel like my natural inclination is to be a smart ass back to them. Yes. But I also understand that that in and of itself can, can cause yet another round of drama. Right. And so, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, you're going to, you're going to go down the pit of despair when you do this. So you have to kind of look at it as like you're entering your own segment or thing. The things you kind of kind of keep in mind with trolls. One, 95% of them likely wearing plaid. I don't know why, but it's just it's just it's just a fact. I love it. It's just a fact. 85% of women, which don't make up the majority of trolls, likely have their hair crimped. Non-ironically, non non-ironically, though, is the important thing there. I feel like bangs come into play too. Like there's some <laughs> curled up bang right there. Thirty-two percent of trolls enjoy CrossFit a lot, <laughs> and they're going to talk a lot about it. So that's a good place to hit it. Now, the the important thing to remember about trolls, though, is they live in their basement. You can hit them hard because they love their parents. And why do they love their parents? Because they're the ones paying for the Wi-Fi booster, right? <laughs> <laughs> right so that's the other thing that you can an easy way to kind of always get back at trolls is trolls don't understand um english language so to them your your and your are all the i just same said thing. this it's all the same thing right yeah. it's it's y-o-u-r that means yeah. any of them <laughs> so <laughs> that's the first that's the first indicator yeah. that Those you're dealing right. with a troll Those feel right yeah. right exactly and so i mean Likely, uh, another way to know you're dealing with a troll is they're going to hit you with a riddle and not let you cross <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> you know, that's that's another thing. And facts don't matter. That's no, the important no, thing no, to no, kind of no, remember. No, facts clearly. do not matter. And Let's be fair to this last commenter. He did get almost all the facts correct. Brian is a balding blowhard. My name, balding and blowhard, are all correct. Right, right. And, and likely he was... Had just eaten a billy goat, so <laughs> there's there's a lot of a lot of things to kind of keep in mind there. So when you uh, so let me let me read a couple more here because I okay. and Chrissy and I can we can have a discussion internally about this too. We'll also we'll talk amongst <laughs> ourselves. Internal meeting. Here's a podcast. Here's a podcast comment from uh, I think it's one of the one of the podcast publishers. It said, I hope this, I think this woman is secretly crying out for help. Is she being <laughs> held hostage? <laughs> and I, oh, I so want to respond to that. I know. What, <laughs> what you're, you have a big Twitter following, don't you? I do, yes. How many people do you have following you on Twitter? Uh, around 40, 43, 44,000. Holy shit, 43,000. Nice. We have four. We have four hundred and twenty-three Instagram <laughs> followers, and I'm super proud of that. I, I only have two thousand Instagram followers. So. <laughs> okay. Those are okay. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, it's. I'm not huge. I mean, it's just like you know, it's there. It's. I feel like whenever anybody has over five hundred, I feel impressed by their account. I'm yes. like, wow, that's really good. Congratulations yes. to you. What? Uh, how do you amass forty thousand Twitter followers, and how much of that is hate? How much is back and forth do you get hate wise? And do you engage the trolls, or do you just sit back and watch it roll in? It depends. Like sometimes. Sometimes, like, if I'm not in the mood to deal with a troll, then I won't tweet something just because I don't want to get in the in the in the in the thing. When I became verified, 
Nice. Wait, on Twitter. You got verified on Twitter? So yeah, that's, uh, that's uh that's that blue check. Yep. So that's how you know I'm Jeff Dwoski and not <laughs> the real Jeff. And not how exactly other. do they go about determining that? Well, I used to write for the Huffington Post, so that made me famous oh, enough to whoa, uh, wait, wait, I didn't know a this. Minute. You wrote oh, for the did I bury Post? the lead? No, oh, you did. No, it was it's not that thing about you. It's not that and next up, we have uh, Josh Smith from Breitbart Media is going to come in and tell us about his Twitter account. So, so when I had like HuffPost Media in my bio, uh, and I, I, you may be familiar with some of my HuffPost work, uh, how to explain the Kermit and Miss Piggy breakup to your parents was one of my more famous ones. <laughs> Why did, how did you get writing for the Huffington Post? Did someone just approach you? They had like a blogger type thing. And so you could, you know, they, they, I did it for a while, then they ended the program. So it was, um, I hung out with some people that I'd met on Twitter and they worked, uh, they were high up at the, at the uh, Huffington Post. So nice. that kind of just worked out. So that's like, it, I feel like we're in the early stages of a manship, like a man friendship, her, him and uh, Jeff and I. And, and I feel like that's something he would lead with. Like, you should lead with that. I used to write for the Huffington Post, and I'm just <laughs> hearing about it right now. <laughs> so I imagine a lot of those followers came from, they like, I like what you're do, producing on the Huffington Post, so I'm going to follow you. I don't know. You know, the only thing it, it ever really, I don't know. I I don't know if they ever read it or not. It's one of those things. That it's, I, the one thing that the Huffington Post got me that was the coolest thing to this day, there was like one week, four years ago, <laughs> that I was... <laughs> I was a very sought after influencer on social media. Within one week. But listen, this was a good week. Within this week, I got a free coffee maker. So that was cool. Whoa. Wow. The people who don't give those out for free anymore. So (laughs) timing wise, um, if you watch The Walking Dead, this was the episode. It was about they were about to introduce Negan. They sent me AMC (laughs) sent me a replica of lucille that's his bat no like, way when i'm yeah. telling you like it was I the was case huge walking the, dead fan. the case that it came in too. was cooler than the bat itself okay <laughs> I love it. and so so i got that and then <laughs> gillette had said hey do you want do you want a razor a star wars razor and i sure. said sure i'll take a razor yeah. and then it's like a thursday and they're like you know what actually would you be able to come to London next week? Like Tuesday, we want you to come to Pinewood Studios. What? We have a Rogue One. I'm t- these are the you can understand the time frames by the movies and stuff I'm talking about. We went. We're doing a Rogue One event at Pinewood Studios in London. Okay. <laughs> and like, do we do you want to come? Like, sure. <laughs> so like shit. within within Did you days. Of, and go. Of course, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. We flew Virgin Air. It was like business class. It was really nice getting oh my there and God. back. They set they, you up. They had a driver. It was like it was like big. It was that really cool. Fun. You know, one of my most my, I'm fangirling uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. I'm like now. I feel like my friend is really cool. Like uh, before, he's just a dude that I knew. And now I'm like, ah. <laughs> hey, did you hear about my Rogue One dude? This so, guy flew Virgin uh, business class. <laughs> yep, he got. Uh, that's where they give you as much water as you want. The seats lay all the way down. <laughs> So there's, I, there, I did write an article about it in the Huffington Post, but the, um, it was really cool though because you got, you could only take pictures in the event though. The food was amazing. 
<laughs> but you can I'm only sure. take pictures there. Any anywhere outside of Pinewood Studios in London, where they filmed every movie you yeah, could possibly yeah. think of, you weren't allowed to take any pictures at all. So, but but that was cool. We did like the eye, you know, that thing where it's like a yeah, big, oh, right. big eye, yeah, yeah. the yeah. big Ferris wheel, yeah, that yeah. scares the shit out of you. We have one of those here in Atlanta too. Yeah. The view's not so great. You're seeing the side of a building and the where the Atlanta where the Olympic Park bombing happened. You're like where they covered the bones of the dead people. So uh, the, the, the burned flesh of the people who passed away. By the way, only one person died. Um, so let me ask you a question: Why was it that, that that you were so sought after? Is because you simply were on the Huffington Post? Well, I think they wanted me to write an article uh-huh. and then about the event in Gillette, and then. So that was that. The other things was just on Twitter. I think they just, I must have just caught someone's attention for like oh, the comedy. Got it. So. Yeah. So that's all we need to do, Brian. Yeah. Let's uh, submit listen, some stuff to the Huffington I want, Post. Let me, now let me tell you a couple <laughs> stories about the commercial break. <laughs> we got an email the other day that said, we think you'd be a perfect fit for our brand new supplement program. And for $120, we're going to send you the first month and you can tell all your listeners about it. And if you get four other people to sign up, you're going to make $1,000 next month. And uh, they did not offer to fly me anywhere, but nonetheless, they did reach out to me. Dear sir, is what it said. They have a, a certain appreciation for me. There, you, I think it, that's great. That's, what happened? What it's happened? almost as good as going to Pinewood Studios. It's life. almost. We it's right Pine, up. We there. have a Pinewood Studios right here in Atlanta. We okay? do. Yeah, we don't, we're not. Uh, we're not. Oh. But they, however, they do not let us in Pinewood <laughs> they Studios. Don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't just invite us down for a party. Uh, that is so fucking cool. And and so, when did you stop writing for them? It's been a while. It's been a couple of years because they they uh, they they shut down the whole comedy section yeah. and then that whole thing. They and were like, bought and then rebought yeah. and yeah. so. It was, uh, but it was, it was fun while I was doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my, my, fr- remember my first, uh, article I wrote was everything I know about the bachelor based on random tweets I'm seeing while it's airing. <laughs> or yes. like that. And it was, like, <laughs> it was like, oh, we're like, big fans of the bachelor here at the commercial oh break. Yes. We like you to talk about what, watch it, it, what a shit show that is. Past year. Have you ever seen an episode of the bachelor or you just read the tweets about it? Um, you know, I didn't, I think I might've watched more of the bachelorette. I remember yeah. watching like the last two episodes of the of uh, the first Pilot time they Pete. the girl really got screwed and then ended up on Dancing with the Stars. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't remember her name, but because I never remember any of their names, because quite frankly, after the show's over, no one remembers their fucking names. They never get married. Yeah. They never stay married. They just I, become. I think Trista from way back is like the Trista. only one. She is, is the it? only one I think that made it through, got married, and I think they're still married. Oh, they are. Yeah. And how long That's ago was like this? That's like season two or three. Yeah, that was a long time, time ago. They're yeah. on 22. Holy shit. Well, I Jeff Dwoskins, I have a new level of respect for you, my friend. <laughs> I had very little, and now I have some. <laughs> like, my, like my erection, my respect for you is growing, my friend. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I just wanted to throw in a dick joke there. I'm in the room. Make you feel comfortable. <laughs> Let me tell you about my friend Dane Cook. <laughs> Dane, so Cook you- once, Dane Cook once responded to one of my tweets. Did I, he really? Yeah, it was yeah, a long time ago. But okay. like, yeah, go ahead. No, that, that's say? the whole story, unfortunately. That's, whole story. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so I got so excited because I got on Twitter. Jeff uh, has taken notice to my Twitter account because yes. it has, I have three people that are following me, and I'm one of them. Like I have another Twitter account, and I follow myself. I think I follow you. Okay, that. then you too. So now we've now we've identified all three. But I 
went on Twitter. It's I like had your first no tweet. idea what I what I was doing. Yeah, my first tweet got liked by Seth Rogen, or no, yeah. my first reply to a tweet got liked by Seth Rogen, yes. and then again a couple of weeks later, you were so excited by Seth Rogen. I was like, oh my god, Seth Rogen <laughs> liked, my, but I'm not sure he had the blue check mark, so I, I gotta go back and check that out. <laughs> if it's if it's if it's, I have a funny Seth Rogen story, but if it's Seth Rogen oh one two six seven eight nine, it's not Seth That's Rogen. Not Seth. No, 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 it's Seth Rogen B slash D dollar sign three three four. Okay, so here's a funny story. So I, about handling trolls. So I, I have a, a, I used to have a website called Absurd Comedy. And I, and I, but the Twitter property still lives, Absurd News, no you. And so it was, it was originally just meant because I was really at the point at that time into writing kind of uh, jokey headlines because for some reason I kept getting these writing opportunities for people that wanted to do monologues. So I ended up, I was like, Oh, I enjoy this. So I started this site. And so one day I wrote Seth Rogen set to write and star in his own version of Charlie Brown. Okay. For whatever reason. Okay. (laughs) But I spelled Seth Rogen's name wrong. Oh, R O G A N. Uh, it was either that, hang on, I'll tell you exactly how I spelled it wrong. And then I, oh, and then also just as a, uh, for the, for a bookend for all your listeners, Achy Breaky Heart was the Achy song you were trying heart. to think of Achy earlier. Breaky. Yes, yes, Don't yes. my heart, my so heart. I, I spelled it Seth Rogen, R-O-G-I-N. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, the so they started attacking me. <laughs> they started attacking me. Okay. Uh-huh. And so what I did is. My way I responded was I went and created an account called at Seth Rogan, <laughs> spelled it wrong, like I had spelled it in my tweet. And the bio of it was, you know, working on my new film, a live action Charlie Brown. And then I took that that Twitter and started using that Twitter to respond to the other people. Nice. Why are you trying to ruin my movie? Yeah. Why are you trying to sabotage me? So and good. That that's that was how I handled. Did that it shut one. them down? No, I don't know because these people don't care. No, yeah, they don't. They give don't. A shit. Yeah, yeah, these trolls. Listen, I figure. I mean, I think we were talking. To, uh, Jeff and I were in Clubhouse last night. And I think we're talking about this. When someone is hate listening to you, they're probably listening to you longer than the people who actually like you. Yes, it's be- it's just like when you get on. You know, you. I mean, w- no offense to anybody, but it's just like sometimes when you turn on your alternative media source, whether that be Fox News or Huffington Post or whatever you're into, right? And then you start you go down this rabbit hole for an hour, screaming yeah. and yelling at the top of your lungs. You're so fucking such a fucking liar, right? Yeah, because. Yeah, we, we are engaged in the things that we dislike <laughs> just as much as we engage in the things that we di- that we like. It's kind of fucking fighting. It's all the same, right? And so I feel like when we're getting hate comments, it means that we're doing something right. Yeah. That, that also means that there are people out there. Now, I have to say that. Do you ever take offense to the hate comments? Do you ever feel? Do you ever take it personally, or are you at the point now where you're like, I don't give a shit what you have to say? I think it's just like anything. It depends what mental state you're in when you read it. Yeah, That's I agree true. with you, hundred percent. Like, if you're really like, on, you know, feeling good about yourself, um, but I, I've had people attack me where it could ruin me for a day or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I don't let that show in my interaction with them, but me personally. And then oh, my wife would right. know because she would say something <laughs> like, uh, "What do you want for dinner?" I'm like, "What the fuck? Give a fuck for, yeah. Di- yeah. for dinner?" And she's like, "Oh, did someone bother you on Twitter?" Yeah. <laughs> or here's here's my response: What do you want for dinner, honey? I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) Is everything okay? I guess. I'm going to guess. Everything's fine. We're calling me a balding blowhard on Instagram again. 
<laughs> but, they didn't but, like my Teresa Caputo bit. But you sometimes, know? sometimes there's, um, if I'm in a mood, um, well, here's the thing. One of the things, having such a large account as myself. No, I don't. I don't mean anything. I don't mean anything by that. But you have to handle trolls differently when you're a large account. And what I mean by that is sometimes people will say something to me to get me to respond. And when I Ah, respond, I'm exposing them, which could be like a a win for them. Yeah, Yeah. it's a well, it's it's a win, and plus I give them exposure to forty thousand people because I'm responding. So I generally will ignore a lot of things. Yeah. Now, sometimes if I'm in a mood Smart. and I just want to cycle down, you know, <laughs> I, if I got yeah. time, I'm like, oh, I got about an hour. Yeah. I can, I can do this. You know, there's, <laughs> there's this, this, there's this old, uh, Brian Tracy thing that I learned. He's a motivational speaker. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh-huh. so there's a, a technique and the technique is when you're talking to someone, you say, Oh, why well, I, I should have wrote this down. I didn't prepare this. Um, it's, um, Oh, okay. Um, they're saying something. If you want to get the other person to keep talking, okay? Okay. Say, oh, you know, how do you mean? You just say, how do you mean? How do right? You mean? And then when they respond and go on and on and on because you're just like hearing their voice, and then you just respond back with, how do you mean exactly? <laughs> right? <laughs> and you literally, the game is, and you can do this. Exhaust pa- them. Do this at a party, like when you're at a party, just because the person talking likely just wants to hear their own voice. All they hear is a trigger to keep talking. Yeah. You toggle yes. those two sentences back and forth, and the game is how long before they figure out what's going on. I love it. I'm so, so going to try I this. had a similar game, game that I would play in relationships of mine. I had a very <laughs> volatile relationship with a God. tiny little woman who would throw things around my apartment and scream and yell at me. And so after a while, no matter what I said, if she was going to continue to lose her shit, that was just her personality. She had a very short fuse, and she went on forever. Uh, uh, Chrissy here knew her her well. Uh, But what I got into was I got into saying... I hear you, and I'm holding space for that, right? <laughs> and right. she would just like it would send her into a different level, and I would just keep on repeating that until she left the house or set things on fire. <laughs> like I'd be like, "I hear you, and I'm holding space for that." <laughs> it's my Buddhist way of saying, "Go fuck yourself, woman." Yeah. Dwaskins, uh, Dwaskins. <laughs> let me ask you one additional. Well, so when you have when you have 426. Million. Instagram followers, would you consider that a large account or, or growing? What would you I like to say growing. Yeah. Well, growing. you know, you have, you have to look at like your engagement because, you know, like, I feel like, like I don't get a good engagement on my Jeff Dwoskin show Instagram. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay. You know, it depends. We say the same thing about podcasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so it's, it, it really just depends. Like I get more engagement on my smaller personal account. Probably than I do on the big one, on my yeah. bigger show. So yeah. really, that's what's important. It's the quality of the followers. That's true. That's true. So well, I did. Followers yeah. are quality. <laughs> a bunch of quality assholes, if you ask me. I feel like, uh, yeah, we get a, we get a, we get a fair amount of engagement on the commercial break show. I certainly get a lot more on my own personal account, which I've now opened up because my wife says you have to be you you. The yeah. commercial break is fine, but people yeah. don't interact with. Apple. They want to interact with the designer Correct. of the iPhone. That's who they want to. That's want to interact with, or they don't want to interact with whatever uh, Charlie Brown the movie. They want to interact with Seth Rogen, right? That's who they want right. to interact with. So you got to make sure that you're doing something over on yeah. on Brian Green. So I occasionally take a weird picture of myself <laughs> and post it. I just don't know how to do it. I wish I, I, I wish I was better at social media. 
but I'm just not. I'm catching on to the clubhouse thing, but the social media, not so much. I have to tell uh, the listeners that uh, <laughs> Jeff Dwoskins has become a friend of mine in short order. He has a fantastic podcast called Live from Detroit. It's Jeff Dwoskins. Some of his guests are it's really good. It's it's outrageous. You just like you bring in some of the most random people that you never knew you wanted to hear from, and you want to hear from them, like John Candy's daughter yep. or Jackie the Joke Man or the from Comedy Howard Central. Stern. Yeah, starter. That's right, and he has really done a great job with that podcast. It's one of our new favorites, Jeff. I hope you'll come back on and visit us soon yes. and uh, bring us more uh, solid media. tips on social media <laughs> and how we can groom our growing account actually yeah and then if you listen to my next uh episode the one coming out on easter monday it's uh how to get followers because my guest is jesus christ oh how do you mean <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me i was just like well, what right you knew i couldn't make it one day without a dick or a dane joke a dane cook joke i'll tell my dane cook uh, story in a book that's coming up soon jeff we love you thanks so much yes, thank we appreciate you, it uh, thanks for having me. It was a blast. <laughs> thanks, See you guys. soon. All right. That's Jeff Dwoskins live from Detroit. It's Jeff Dwoskins. I feel like Jeff is such a uh, he's such a nice guy, but he's disarmingly funny. And when you listen to the podcast, you'll find out why why I think he's one of the better interviewers in the comedy podcast game yes. is because he lets people go. Right. Yeah, totally. He, he doesn't get in their way. And, you know, I can't shut my fucking mouth for two seconds. So I feel like <laughs> when I interview somebody, I'm always stepping on top of them like, I got something better to say. I got something different to say. Listen to me. <laughs> Where's Frank's song? I need it right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, no, I got a better story. Dane Cook, Dane Cook, Dane Cook. Dane Cook was in Clubhouse. <laughs> but wait! <laughs> I feel like I have too much testosterone going on. But Jeff, just he just kind of lets it, he, he relaxes the whole situation, and then people start talking. Yeah. He's got a, if you, ha, you I'm assuming that some people are going to now jump over and listen to Jeff's show, and I would highly suggest that if you have any, even a, a remote interest in comedy or stories from some, about some great comedians, go listen to the Jackie the Joke Man Martling episode. Uh, he used to be a former Stern writer for many, many years, really? and he's kind of a guy who, like, he was always... He was always in the right place at the wrong time, or he had, it was in the right place with the wrong decisions. The guy, <laughs> absolute, he was like uh, somebody. I think somebody else said this the other day. Maybe it was Jeff that said this to me. He's like a guy who was like, like, hey man, uh, you want to invest in my startup company? And but oh yeah, what is it? It's Apple computers. And he's like, no, I'm a Tandy guy. I don't want anything to do with <laughs> Apple computers, right? You know, he uh-huh. he was there at those moments, yeah. and then he just fucked it all up. That's yeah. or he, he or he wasn't into it, or he didn't have the foresight to see. Uh, and we all know somebody like dumb. that, like a lovable loser. Yeah, just someone, not, not even dumb, just like, oh, man. Oh, shucks. He left the Stern yeah. show one year before Stern announced his contract with Sirius <laughs> Radio, where Jackie probably would have gotten the payday that he was desiring mm. so much. Yeah. If you're a Howard Stern fan, you'll know that so much. Uh, so I wanted to let you know that I actually, I was online the other night. Have you, you know the Flat Earthers, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was online the other night and I found a whole store dedicated to flat earth shit. Do you want to go through some of this stuff real quick? Sure. Or do you want, okay, I'll give you a choice here. I'll give you a choice. Do you want to play orgasm or animal or do you want to go through flat earth shopping? You want to play orgasm or animal? Yeah. Okay. Let's play a quick round of orgasm or animal because I feel like people will get into that at home. Here is how we do it. Okay, are you ready? Uh, let me set up. Uh, let's set this up real quick. And yep, there we go. Okay. Oh. 
You like that music? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. I want to put it on replay, and then so that way I don't have to do it all the time. There we go. Okay. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, here's how it goes. I'm going to play you a noise, and then you're going to tell me whether or not this is an orgasm or an animal. And you can't okay. look, okay? You can't look at what it says, all right? Do you have it written down? I do. I do have it written okay. down. I know, okay? <laughs> Last night, I found a website where they have tens of thousands of orgasms, just the audio of the orgasms that are being cataloged by a German sexologist hmm. for people to listen to, to find out what it sounds like when two people are really having sex. Not a porn version, but the real people. Okay. Masturbating, having sex, giving each other fellatio. <laughs> fellatio? <laughs> that sounds so funny to say. <laughs> fellatio? Felicio. <laughs> uh, so, okay. okay. So you're ready? You want to hear I'm this? Ready. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to give you an example, okay? Shh. Listen to this one. Hi. Hi. Wait. Is that an orgasm or is that two, an animal? There, there were two different. It's the, it's the same thing. It's, it's in, they're in the same vicinity, but they're going back and forth. Oh, these are two. Yeah. Well, hi. No, it's one noise. It's hi. one thing happening. There's one thing happening. Is that an orgasm or is that an animal? I mean, I'm going to go with an animal. That is an animal. Okay. That's two sheep that are talking to each okay. other. Okay. okay. All right. You ready? You want another one? Hi. <laughs> Here. Hi. Hi. Imagine if. <laughs> I feel like that's that girl who I had sex with that sounded like the turkey. Hi. <laughs> okay, you ready? You want another one? This okay. is an example. We'll give you an example, and then yes. we'll get on to the show. Okay. Or get on to the game. That's an animal. Okay, that's an animal. Yes. Clearly, that's an animal. All right, one more. Is that animal, or, or is it an orgasm? Go orgasm. It's an animal. It's an animal. Okay, so all three of those were animals, but here we go. Okay, orgasm or animal, you tell me. Animal? Nope, that's an orgasm. Really? That is an Asian woman having an orgasm using a vibrator. Okay. Just thought I'd let you know that in case you wanted playing along at home. (laughs) Okay? Ready? Animal? That's an animal, that's correct. Okay, good job. All right, ready? Jeez. This is a, uh, animal. That's an animal. That's okay, right. That okay. is a that is a dog. Okay. There's a dog also having an orgasm. Oh, uh, no. Uh, no, no, no. I'm kidding. That's not a suspicious dog. That's, that also sounds like someone I used to date. I think she was screaming at how small it was. Okay, ready? Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm going to go orgasm. That is an orgasm. That is correct. That is an orgasm. That is actually a man. Mm -hmm. Listen to this again. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he was like, (laughs) as he was exploding, he was like, (laughs) oh, hey now. Okay, ready? Yes. (laughs) 
That is an animal. That okay. is a dog. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Brian. Here we go. Go orgasm. That is not an orgasm. That is a cat. This cat, this cat goes, oh, no, 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 Again, someone I dated. That is an orgasm. That's right. Yeah, that's an orgasm. That's right. I feel like you did good there. I think you got, by my count, you got three of four, three of five right. All right. And one more. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll go orgasm. That is an orgasm. <laughs> Good job, Hoadley. Nice work. Yeah, that's a fun game. We'll play. That's a fun game. I feel like we're gonna get we're gonna play that one again, but I'm gonna get it a little bit more in depth. Like I I wish I had more time to play with it last night, and I feel like I could have really made it a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We could do orgasm or whatever. Orgasm or animal. Orgasm or car. Orgasm or stoplight. <laughs> orgasm or orgasm. <laughs> we could just play. Yeah. Orgasm or thirty or thirty three Willie song. <laughs> thirty three Willie song. Oh my god! By the way, I got to tell you, we talked about thirty three penis. We've been talking about it for the last couple of days on the show, and someone has come out of the woodwork claiming that they have a thirty three penis. No yes, way! They have a thirty three penis tape that has been Dang. burned onto a CD. No way! Now. I do not know who this person is, and I suspected someone that I know that's close to me <laughs> that is fucking with me because they emailed me from an account, 33penis at gmail.com. <laughs> now, I get it. It was April Fool's, and I understand someone is playing a little game with me. They went through the trouble of making a fucking Gmail account called 33penis at gmail. Actually, it's 33peni at <laughs> Because I don't think they'd actually let you spell out penis on Gmail, but That's it true. says 33 penis, <laughs> peni at, at Gmail. Oh, my God. I just That's got great. this a couple of days ago, and now I am highly suspicious about what's going on. It's not you. What did they it? say? No, I did not do that. They said, I dear Brian Green of the commercial break is what it said. It said. What, what email did it go to? It went to my Brian at TCB podcast. Okay. Email, okay. okay. <laughs> and it said, we have a copy of the 33 Willie band tape. Uh, it's a live show, right? Uh-huh. Live show band tape yeah. that we have burned on to CD for posterity's sake. Pay us $100,000 well, we will release yeah, it. <laughs> what it said was, you're going to say what I tell you to say on air, or I'm going to start burning more copies and releasing them randomly. Right? Uh, and someone is fucking with me, and I want to find out who it is. What did they say to say? They said to mention this on the show. So I had a real debate about whether or not I even wanted Uh to mention this on the show because I was like, like, is this fun? Is this good natured or is this going to go down a rabbit hole? (laughs) Peni. Yeah, of peni where people are going to go, I have been watching your FaceTime camera for the last three weeks (laughs) and I have your actual peni. But you know, I just I I I wanted to be careful about how much I entertain this Mm -hmm. whole situation right now. See where it goes. See where it goes. You think I should see where it goes? See where it goes. It's going to go nowhere is where it's going to go. I want to see this. It's going to go straight into a 33 Willie release party (laughs) where everyone's making fun of me. I already got to deal with you assholes online. 
now I got to deal with assholes in person. This is my biggest nightmare. This is like my fear come true is that all of a sudden there's going to be 33 Willie CDs running all over oh the place. God, or even it. worse, the other band, which was much worse than 30. 33 <laughs> Willie was pretty bad. But the other band was even worse. And oh. if people, uh, st- I, I, you know, if people hunt down that particular CD, listen, <laughs> it is what it is. It's out there somewhere. I know yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, I know it is. I have a tape of it, right? And I have tape of that other band. I have a tape of it right in my room. But 33 Willie. It's out there. It's out there. Hey, I want to thank Jeff Dwoskin from Live from yes, Detroit. This is Jeff, Jeff Dwoskin show. He is great. Mm-hmm. And you must go listen to his uh, podcast. Or take a listen to his podcast. Not you must go. Follow him on Twitter. Yeah, follow him on, gonna, follow him on Twitter. I'm going to follow him on Twitter now. Yeah, I'm going to follow him on Twitter. He actually, he's actually pretty popular on Twitter. And he does these like contests or like hashtag naming conventions where he where he's Fun. frequently trending on on Twitter for a, oh, a long cool. period of time. Yeah, he's really smart about all this stuff. And I was hoping he would teach us something. He didn't teach us much, except that he used to write for Huffington Post and flew private on Virgin Airlines at the behest of Star Wars Rogue One. How can he not mention that? I think he needs to come back. He'll be back. We'll get him back next month, maybe. Okay. Well, listen, I want to thank one more time. I want to thank Zach Efron's people. For uh, trying to arrange yet another appearance. Unfortunately, we were full up with Jeff Dwoskins today, so we couldn't yeah. fit him in. But, you know, maybe next time. Maybe next time. We'll let you know. We'll keep you posted, <laughs> Zach Efron's people. That's all I got to say. I love you. I love you, Brian. Until next time. Bye. Bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram and join the commercial break club on Clubhouse to join in live recordings. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Cano.